Thriving, week two, day one. Start with prayer. Dear God, please help me to understand you and understand your message for me. Amen. The beans or the background. During this time on earth, Jesus traveled around preaching and healing people. It was very common back in his day for people to invite travelers into their homes to eat a meal, rest, or even stay for the night. Today's story picks up with Jesus and his disciples accepting just such an invitation. The verse, Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. The fill. What's the point? Can't you just picture it? Here, poor Martha is running ragged, trying her best to impress their guest. I mean, it was Jesus, after all. Then she looks over, and her co-host, Mary, is kicked back and enjoying a lovely time. Ugh, the nerve, right? But Jesus doesn't play by our rules. While I'm sure he was grateful for the hospitality, Jesus just isn't impressed with the things that we put such a high emphasis on. He is concerned with being with us. He wants you to sit down and carve out a little time to be with him, regardless of the dishes in the sink or the toys all over that you had to step over to sit down. If Jesus says no housework, then please keep going. Jesus looks down at us, stressed to death from trying to be all the things to all the people, and says, Christine, Christine, you are worried and upset about many things, but truly only few are needed. You see, the thing is, God designed each of us. He knows our gifts, talents, and our limitations. He knows that we have got to first prioritize a relationship with him so that we're fueled to do our work, but also he says we're not called to do it all. Well, where's this pressure I feel to be good at everything come from then? Our society. Culture dictates that we're supposed to be the Susie homemaker, do-it-yourself master, mom of the year, rock star employee, dedicated wife, and always there for you, friend, all wrapped up into one skinny, beautiful package. And that's just not possible, friends. Allow Jesus to set you free from whatever sp impossible standards you're suffering under. The steam. What does this mean to me and how can I apply it to my life today? I have more Pinterest fails than successes. I couldn't t cook tasty food that also looks presentable to save my life. And I may be a super organized neat freak, but I live with three boys who are not. And so some days I throw in the towel and choose not to fight the battle. And here's the thing. Jesus doesn't care, so I'm learning not to care either. As a teacher turned work-at-home mommy, turned work-out-of-the-home mommy, turned stay-at-home mommy, and now build a nonprofit with a crazy baby at home mommy, I had to learn to get over the guilt, to remove the pressure, to, as Jesus said, choose the better thing. We all wear many hats, but we can't wear all the hats at the same time. 
I read once that we only get 100%. That means you have to divide it up. You can't give 100% everywhere you go. It's about choice, balance, and grace. While I'm a wife, mom, author, elder at church, friend, sister, daughter, philanthropist, study leader, etc., I had to pick my top three to balance most often and then sprinkle in the rest with grace. I am a wife, mom, and author. Those are the top three I choose to focus on. Each day, I look at my schedule and I literally assign blocks of time to each of those roles. This planning model of seeing everything planned out works for me and my OCD self, giving me the freedom to let go of the guilt. Does that mean if my husband comes in and wants to have a conversation at 8 a.m., I stick my hand up and say, sorry, babe, I'm a mommy right now, no time for you? No, because that's where grace comes in. If my child needs something during writer time, by all means, I'll be there. But once he's happy with toys on the floor, I refuse to let myself feel guilty for turning back to my computer because it's my writing time. No matter how you splice up your time, Get in the habit of looking at your schedule each day and assessing whether or not you are giving adequate time to your top three. Then be sure to give yourself plenty of grace. Free yourself from the pressure of doing it all at the same time and accept his gift of grace.